Welcome to this episode of On Finding Peace, brought to you by Life's Journey Life Coaching. Our host, Chris Shea, is a counselor, nationally recognized speaker, and author on topics of guiding us to finding peace in our daily lives. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com. Well, welcome, everyone, to another episode of On Finding Peace. I'm your host, Chris Shea, and this is the podcast where we talk about practical tips that we all can do on a daily basis, which can lead us to finding our inner peace. I know that inner peace is possible. I've been without it. I've found ways to get it. And on this podcast, we talk about ways that we can find it and keep it. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of I'm Finding Peace. And I'm very pleased to have with us uh, a guest who has been working on finding peacefulness and comfort within herself. And I'm uh, pleased to share with you uh, Nina, who is a model and a person, as I say, trying to, uh, you know, find what's good and peaceful within herself, as she also uh, lives as a mother of twins. Yes, twin girls. Ah, cool. So, uh, welcome, and uh, if you can share a bit about yourself uh, with us all. Yeah. Well, I am, like you said, a mom of twins. Um, I'm recently turned 40. Well, I'm in my 40s, uh, early 40s. <laughs> well, we'll keep it at 40. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, um, and I also have another business, so I just consider myself a lady entrepreneur. Um, but I'm also a model. And, you know, I recently picked up modeling again. I have always modeled even as a young girl. So I did modeling ever since I was about 12. All the way to college, um, actually did some nude modeling in college and really liked it because I loved the art form of uh, human body. Well, I ended up kind of putting it to the side when I got married and um, started another business. And so really just kind of put that part of me aside. But uh, recently, a year ago, I went through a divorce. And when you go through divorce, if anyone's ever been through one, you just kind of realize that you're also recreating who you thought you were. Because when you're married, you kind of have this image of who you were when you were married to that person. And then, you know, when you go through a divorce, you kind of have an opportunity to change and to transform who you think you are. And I really wanted to dig up my modeling and my photography interests. And so I did a boudoir shoot with one of my friends, and I was really surprised by how much I loved the photos and how much I loved doing it. And I did the photo shoot really so that I could reclaim some of my own beauty because I 
you know, didn't really feel that attractive anymore. I didn't really feel like um, very confident in who I was or in my body or anything like that. So really when I started the photo shoot, it was really just for myself. I was like, I just want these pictures for myself. But what happened was is I kind of like got a lot of attention for some of my photos and I thought it was kind of fun, you know? So I got somewhat addicted to doing photo shoots (laughs) and um, after every photo shoot there was like this little part of me that just continued to be excited to do another one to try a different concept to try a different um, you know location to try different clothes to try different um, like kind of to push the envelope a little bit and so through that I really started to reconnect with my body. You know, um, if anyone has ever had babies, they know that their body goes through a huge change. And I had yet to really fully embrace my new body after I had the twins, because um, I used to be like a size zero, zero, like I was super skinny, like um, my boobs were like size B. It was just, I was, you know, thin, skinny, 0% body fat, you know, that's just who I was. So then when I had the twins, I gained probably about 50 pounds. And, um, you know, it was actually good for me to gain that weight. I needed it, you know, to have the babies and everything. But I still hadn't fully embraced this new me. Like, I kept thinking, maybe I'll go back to when I, you know before the kids kind of thing. Um, But as I started modeling, I started really reaffirming how beautiful the new me looked. You know, I just started saying, you know what? I look pretty sexy. Like I've got bigger boobs. You know, that's a lot of people like that. Um, You know, I've got curves that I never had before. You know, yeah, I have a mom belly, but the mom belly, like, is sexy and it just shows that I, you know, I'm a mom and have had twins. And so every photo shoot I did, um, I would just like affirm myself, even if maybe other people didn't think the photo looked great. Um, I would just try to affirm myself about it. And so then it just continued to blossom because what I realized was, is that what was coming out in the photos was not like the perfect body but the confidence I had in my body. And so people started to be more attracted to that because what I realized was is that confidence is way more attractive than having a perfect body. You know, even though we want to have, you know, the perfect boobs, we want to have the perfect butt, the perfect stomach, we, you know, all of that. um, When we start exposing ourselves like that, Um, it made me realize there were parts of my body that I didn't love, but through exposing them through photography, I was able to learn how to love that part of my body. So that's what I continue. That's one of the reasons why I continue to do it because um, now of course I'm making money off of my modeling, but I would do it even if I didn't make money because every time I go do a photo shoot, I feel better about myself. I just feel more confident and it helps me um, build that own 
inner beauty, even though it's focused on outer beauty, it helps me build my inner beauty too. So that's a little bit about me. <laughs> and, and that's awesome story. And, you know, I, I think that's where a lot of people are trying to find themselves is to feel comfortable within their body you feel comfortable with who they are and i really like how you talk about the uh, attractiveness the sexiness of confidence and I, I do think that ultimately makes a difference you know our society doesn't seem to uh, lend itself to that uh, but I, I think the bottom line what are men and women looking for? And, and I think part of that is that confidence that I'm, I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm confident with who I am and kind of take it or leave it. You know, you, you either like me or you don't like me and, and that's okay. Right. Right. And that's kind of what happened with, through my divorce is I realized that I wasn't being totally me. You know, I was trying to fit in in different ways of my life, different areas of my life. And so when I went to the divorce, I realized that, you know what, if I'm going to be by myself, I might as well like myself. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> right? If I'm going to be by myself, I might as well like myself. So I would start doing all the things that maybe I didn't do before. I'm going to really learn more about who I am. And I think that that's something that a lot of people, unfortunately, don't end up doing, you know, maybe they get caught up in work, they get caught up in being a parent, they get caught up in just, you know, being a wife or a husband, everyday life, but they forget, like, what did you want to do when you were a little kid? Like, what did you want to do when you just were playing around with your friends, you know, in grade school, whatever? You know, who is that, like, little person inside? Because I believe that that's our true nature and many of us forget it. And then we try to fill up our void with other things. You know, we try to become fulfilled with other things and it really doesn't work because we don't, we're not really being true to ourselves, you know? Right. No, definitely. And that is to me the, the most important step. And that's what I try to help my clients work with. And, what I find though is the challenge, I guess we'll, we'll put it, you know, how do you get to that point? So, you know, like you're talking in your story, you know, what that divorce, you know, ended up doing to how you were feeling and then you transition into, you know, this confident you with the mom body. Um, yeah. How do you move from you know, that, that one to the other? Because I'm sure you didn't wake up one morning and say, ooh, I'm comfortable with this new body now. Right. Well, and I actually got a lot of pushback when I started doing my modeling because it was definitely a different image than the image that I had before in my other business um, because my modeling is all about body love, you know, embracing your sexuality, you know, being able to feel sexy over 40, like all those things. And then my other business is much more conservative. And so when I started posting pictures on Facebook or social media, I had so many people that were like, whoa, like this is a whole new <laughs> And I don't know if 
I like the new knee tet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was really hard for me because I had to come to that realization that, you know, everybody has an opinion, but it doesn't necessarily mean whether or not it's right or wrong. Like you have to come up with your own opinion of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And for every person that disagreed with what I was doing, I had five people that liked what I was doing, you know? And so I think that's the hardest part about doing something different, you know, um, doing something against the grain, doing something that other people are used to you doing is you have to be okay with some people not wanting to join your bandwagon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, you just have to be okay with that. Okay, kind of like uh, when I was growing up and my parents would always say to me, you know, like, not everyone's going to be your friend, not everyone's going to like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, for me, that was kind of hard because I tend to be a people pleaser. So, like, I just wanted to be liked. You know, I wanted to be liked. And when I had some of my friends that were like, well, you know, I love you, Nita, but I just disagree with what you're doing. Uh, it really kind of hurt my feelings because I'm like, I don't understand why you're disagreeing with what I'm doing. Like, I'm not hurting anyone. Like, I'm not whatever. But it's just because it, it triggered something within them that they weren't comfortable with. And I think that that's what we have to realize when we go and we do something that is different is it's going to make other people uncomfortable for many different reasons. Maybe they're uncomfortable because they're unhappy with what they're doing. Maybe they're uncomfortable because they're not, you know, with whatever you're doing, they're not comfortable expressing that part of themselves. And it really could be anything. Of course I did with the modeling, but it could be with maybe you want to start a ministry and you leave your job, you know, to start a ministry and everybody's like, Oh my God, you're, what are you doing? You're ruining your future. You know, <laughs> Definitely. You just have to, right. And you just have to be like, no, this is my future. Like I'm, I am not ruining my future. I am entering into my future, you know, and, and that confidence will actually make everybody else feel okay with what you're doing because I had one of my good friends that was like, you know, I was worried about you when you started modeling, but you just had the confidence. You're like, don't worry, I got it. Like, just I'm fine. And so then once you were fine, I was fine, you know? And um, so that's kind of how I would suggest anyone going through some kind of transformation is you've got to expect the pushback, but then be comfortable with what you're doing because that's going to make more people confident in what you're doing. Right, so your own confidence not only is helping to attract people to you, but it could also be helping those people who are dealing with their their own inner stuff that you've now triggered. Right, right, because I was talking to someone yesterday about it, and she's like, you know, I have a feeling that once the shock value kind of dwindles a little bit, people are going to stop making a big deal about it because they're going to realize, well, she's obviously not stopping it, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like she's still doing it. So we might as well just not try to, you know, change it. 
And so that that's when like once the shock value of like this is what I'm doing kind of comes out and and everything as long as you keep doing it and don't let that deter you um then people will relax and they'll just be like okay this this is the new Nita you know this is the new her or him or whatever right so for people who are listening to this who and then I'll throw it out to, you know, men and, you know, uh, as well as women, but, you know, who are looking at themselves and, and saying, you know, I, I don't like what I see, you know, I, I, I'm disappointed in me, you know, whatever those inner feelings are, what do you think would be, like, the first two things they should start working on to, you know, start to see that change within themselves? Well, I think the first thing is, is you have to love where you are to change where you are. And I think that that's like the catch 22 is that many times we want to run away from the reality of where we are, but we really can't change things when we're trying to hide things. And so, you know, this also kind of goes along with, you know, money situations. Um, There's been times in my life that, I've ignored, you know, debt that I had. I ignored um, the fact that I wasn't in a good financial place. And I had to just say, you know what? My finances are a complete wreck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to come out and say, like, this is a mess, you know? So wherever you are right now, instead of trying to cover it up, running away from it, ignoring it, whatever, just, like, face face it and be like, you know what, this is a mess. Like my marriage is a mess. Um, you know, whatever you're unsatisfied with and then say, so how can I start showing more empowerment over what I'm upset about and how can I start, you know, loving that part of me so that I can change it because Love will change things much quicker than hate does. So, like, looking at yourself in the mirror every day, and you're like, oh, I hate my stomach. Like, I just hate my stomach. Well, what's going to happen is, like, you're going to bring more attention to your stomach because you don't like it. And so it's like it does the reverse thing. You know, if you if – you, like wake up one day and you have a pimple on your forehead and you're like self-conscious about that pimple all day. You're like, Oh my gosh, I have this pimple on my forehead. Can you see the pimple on my forehead? But everyone's like, Oh yeah, that looks pretty bad. Right. But if you're just like, you ignore it and you like, you know, not ignore it, but like just, you know, Hey, I have a, I have a pimple on my forehead, but I'm sure it's going to go away tomorrow. You know, (laughs) it's like you kind of put more positivity towards it then it it will transform quicker and it it will not be like a stronghold in your life. And and that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, one of the things I'm hearing from you is uh, one of the things that I use a lot is all about perspective. You know, how how do we shift perspective? And uh, yeah, that, that seems to be a lot of your focus is, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of accept who I am because I can shift the way that I focus on things, you know, so maybe it's not the body I used to have, but I can still enjoy and find the beauty in 
the body because it is now my new body. It doesn't have to be what it used to be. Right. Yeah. And it's just, I guess, accepting that which you cannot change, you know, like the AA credo, you know, (laughs) change change what you can, accept what you can't and have the wisdom to know the difference. And, you know, yeah, could I change my body if I really, really worked at it every single day, if I was really strict with my diet, if I really, you know, worked out, you know, 45 minutes to an hour every day. But I, I came to the realization that I'm not motivated right now enough to do that. So what am I going to do? I'm either going to, like, be upset about the fact that, I'm not motivated enough and beat myself up and be like, you know, you're so stupid. You're not going to go work out and you should really, you know, eat better. Like all those shoulds and the have tos and all of that. And that does nothing to help you. Um, so I'm either going to do that or I'm going to say, you know what? I'm happy with where I am and I'm going to brace it. And I'm going to show everybody else that I love myself and that I love my body. And um, I'm going to, you know, flaunt it and I'm going to be, you know, and, um, the thing with body types, which is really funny is that there's someone out there for everyone. So, I mean, there's like, for me being a woman, there's men that really like voluptuous women, like really love curvy women, really love, you know, kind of the big, beautiful women kind of, you know, um, they love the mom body. Like they, they love that. And then there's other men that love the thin women, you know, that love the, um, you know, the really fit women that love the bodybuilders. Like there's just someone out there for every body type. If you're worried about being attractive, like, so just love who you are and you will attract the right person. You will attract the right energy towards you. And, um, the reason you'll attract that is because you love you and that love that you have for yourself will attract other people. Um, it has nothing to do with the way you look. Right. And I think that really is part of that key there is, you know, loving yourself. And if you're not going to love yourself, then yeah. How are you going to find that confidence that you're talking about, uh, you know, to, walk into a room and, and just confidently be who you are and the white people and the white energy is going to attract you and, and the others won't and that's okay yeah right exactly so yeah. as we're kind of winding up a bit what would be some parting comments or words of wisdom that you would like to share that you know could help to inspire people to move forward in the in this new uh you know way of loving themselves well um i guess i would just suggest that they take time to be by themselves you know Mm. i think that that's really important um because I think that part of the reason why I was in my marriage for so long is that I was petrified to be by myself. I didn't, I just had never really 
been by myself. Like I just had always either been in a relationship or um, something like that. And so when I decided, you know, I'm just going to take this year to be by myself and to live by myself and to explore myself and to um, discover parts of myself that maybe have been hidden. Um, you know, I, I broke away from a lot of relationships that I had been in, you know, which could have been good and bad, but it's just what I needed to do at the time. I just really started carving my own path. And through that, I was able to find myself again. Um, and so, like I said, don't be afraid to go on a trip by yourself, to go to like the hot springs by yourself, to, um, you know, spend time alone reading a book or, um, you know, going to a movie or whatever, um, just by yourself and, and become your own best friend, which was really hard for me for a long time because I always wanted someone else there. And so that would be my first thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think that that's very wise and something that many people aren't comfortable in doing. So I, I appreciate the challenge, you know, to, to get people to learn to be comfortable, uh, not just in their own body, but be comfortable with themselves. Right. And, you know, meditation also really helped me, um, you know, waking up every morning and taking quiet time, meditating, really checking in with myself, checking in with my body, checking in with my feelings. Um, and that's something that I was fortunate enough to learn from my mom. Um, and so I've actually done that for a long time. But through this period of transformation, I had to do it even more because I had to like put all the distractions aside and be like, okay, again, what does Nita want? What do I want? You know? And through, through this process, I really got to the place that I was like, you know, I know eventually I'm going to get into another relationship, but what I want is I want to be so clear about who I am that I don't, allow myself to lose myself in the relationship. Not that you're, you know, going to be so independent that you can't, you know, be together, but that you are so clear in who you are that you attract the right person that complements that. And I realized that when I had gotten married, I didn't really know who I was. Like I was only 24. I was still growing up and, um, the kind of person that I married was not the right kind of person to complement who I naturally am because who I naturally am is never going to change. And if we're not being that authentic self, then we're going to have a lot of resentment. You know, we're going to end up just taking out our resentment on other people. And that's when we grow to be like old with arthritis because we're like <laughs> angry that we didn't really do what we wanted to do. And so I just realized I'm going to, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to attract the kind of person that's going to compliment me. And if they're not, if, if we're not working well together and we're not complimenting each other, it's not the right person for me. And that was a very empowering thing for me too, because, you know, being a, a girl growing up, you know, 
I would a lot of times just take the first guy that was interested in me, you know, and being able to say no, being able to say, no, I don't think it's going to work out. No, you're not the right, you know, this doesn't feel right, whatever, is a very empowering thing as a woman. Um, And so that was also something that was very good for me. Perfect advice. So if people are interested in learning more about you, um, where can they go to, uh, you know, learn more about who you are or possibly contact you for more of this uh, wisdom and advice? Well, they can follow me on Instagram. So it's Nita, N-I-T-A, Marie, M-A-R-I-E, and then two underscores. So Nita Marie, two underscores. Um, and then I always give out my business cell phone because I don't mind if people text me at 719-243-9840. And you can just text me and say, hey, I heard your you know, podcast show and would love to stay connected. And I work a lot with women. My Instagram account is more focused on my modeling page. But um, if you reach out to me, I have a whole group of women that um, I work with to just feel empowered and to, you know, become all, all that they really are created to be. So, awesome. so feel free to text me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. And uh, in the show notes, I'll put in the link to your Instagram and, uh, you know, let people be able to find you in that way. Um, so, Nita, I really appreciate the time you're taking out of what I assume is your very busy schedule, and uh, really appreciate you know, all the insights that you were able to share today. Awesome. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm always honored, and I'm looking forward to maybe uh, doing another show with you or just staying connected. So, thank you. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode, and I hope that the message in this episode has inspired you and given you some of the tools that you need to find peace in your life. If you have found those tools and you found this to be inspiring and you know of others who also need these tools, please share this podcast with them. Let them know of the opportunities out there that they too can find their inner peace. Thank you very much for the sharing. Thank you for listening. And have a very mindful day. Thank you for listening to this episode with Chris Shea. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com.